from the A16. The reason I keep it to just family now is last Super Bowl versus San Francisco. Two Super Bowls ago, but either way. Um, my girlfriend and I went to a big party. About 30 people at the game. Or for the game, and it was on a projector. So many side conversations during the game, and they ran out of food. Horrible. That is a terrible situation. That would probably, if I'm being real, that would probably ruin me for a Super Bowl party. How do you run out of food at the Super Bowl party? I mean, that's bad. That ain't good. I've never seen that happen. Appreciate the love. The real deal from Stan, Geno's, Pats, etc. Neil, yeah. Countdown has officially begun. We are six days and some hours away from the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, so get ready, Kansas City. Is it it, it officially starts kind of today, I think. I think this is like the kickoff day. Uh, because now you gotta wait. You got Monday, which my Monday will be very nice. Gonna play 18 holes at Drum Farm. Gonna be like 60 degrees, probably a little windy. Played yesterday, it was fine. Cold. Colder than I thought. Today kind of seems like the day to play golf. Who knows? I might actually just go get some steaks tonight, grill them out, and house some Miller lights all day. I'm not really the most, um, how do you say this, uh, kind of guy you want to look up to. I mean, you could. You won't go anywhere fast. We're now on the 2001 Super Bowl, which was uh, the last time anybody ever rooted for the Patriots. I forgot about this Super Bowl. This was the 9-11, post-9-11 Super Bowl, where, like, everybody was rooting for the Patriots because everybody hated the Rams and their nasty, putrid, puke-colored uniforms. And Tom Brady had just started the success wave. Like, to think about this Super Bowl being 22 years ago, 22 years ago. And Tom Brady just retired. <laughs> but you're right. 913, fun Super Bowl week. That's right. Countdown to next Sunday. That's where we're officially at, man. That's where we're at. Chiefs, Eagles. Who's it bigger for? Mahomes or Andy Reid? What do you think, Grant? You think it's bigger for Andy Reid or bigger for Patrick Mahomes? I think it's bigger for Patrick Mahomes. You do? I I do. There's only 12 quarterbacks that have ever won two. Right. And that puts him so much closer to three, which is only four quarterbacks that have ever done. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think it's big for Andy Reid, but I don't know. Andy's been such a good coach for so long already. I feel like his resume is already pretty established Mm -hmm. with just the one, if that's all he ever gets. Yeah. Two would be big, obviously. Be great for Big Red, but I don't know. I think it's more important to Patrick. I think Patrick... You say, quarter, you say there's only 12 quarterbacks with the, with two or more, right? Or just two? I believe it's 12. Okay. With two or more, correct? I'd like to know how many coaches have more than two Super Bowls. Or two or more. I bet the list is like five. I bet it's Shula, Landry, Reed. Well, no, Reed, not Reed yet, but Belichick. Sh- Shanahan, right? Yep, Mikey's got two. He won back-to-back. I bet it's like less than six. 
whoever that cat that coached for the Steelers, I'm sure he's got more than one during that run of the 70s. Shula's got more than one. Uh, it's 13 coaches with multiple Super Bowl wins. Okay, 13. That's a lot. That's more than I thought. Somebody says they only go to Super Bowl parties when the Chiefs are not in it. So you're done going to Super Bowl parties. <laughs> um, I think it's bigger for Andy. And I say this because age plays a factor. Opponent plays a huge factor. And his time in the league and what he's accomplished is also big. Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. and He's playing in his third Super Bowl. That, that is just astonishing in itself. So you think it being against his old team, being against the Eagles, who he coached for 15 years or whatever, that's a big deal. Big time. Chuck Knoll, that's right. And Walsh. Yeah, Walsh. 13 coaches have won multiple Super Bowls. You think about how many people have coached in the NFL, though. But I think that, because Philly kind of had their, I guess their, what do you what do you call that, uh, Annulment? Is that what you, uh, that's what you solidify a divorce with? Is that the name of it, like, religious-wise? Right? I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. When Nick Foles and Doug Peterson won it. That was kind of one of those, like, hey, we we got rid of Andy Reid. He's with the Chiefs. We just won a Super Bowl without him, something we had never done with Andy Reid. And Andy Reid had to watch that. And then Andy Reid won his own, and it was kind of like, all right. Now we just happen to live in a wonderful universe where these two storylines have eclipsed each other once again. And like every other eclipse, they'll be hand in hand. And then after a certain amount of time, they'll then go back to the way they were. And that's what's happening right now with the Chiefs and the Eagles, Andy Reid and his former franchise. Jay Binkley came on the show Friday night. Let me know that Andy Reid's the only coach to go to five conference championships in both leagues. Andy Reid beating the Eagles is poetic justice. Because even though you don't want to look at it from maybe a Chiefs side of it, Andy Reid was given up on by the Eagles. They had a couple of down years. He had a lot of power in that front office. Maybe it was too much. Maybe some guys started to go different ways, and that city's a little bit, a little bit, a little tough. It's kind of ironic. They call it brotherly love. A lot of weird cats in that city. And Andy Reid has an interview with Clark Hunt with an interview in Arizona right around the corner. And I don't know what the conversation was. I assume it was very minute. And Clark Hunt just took a, an American Express check, <clears throat> which is probably 100% false. And it just said Clark Hunt on it. That's all it said. Where the money line is was blank. Where the actual line of what you have to write out the dollar value, blank. <clears throat> and Andy Reid never flew anywhere else. Stayed in Kansas City, has done nothing but win season after season after season. Now seven consecutive conference championships. Five consecutive AFC championships, three Super Bowl visits, one win, Potentially a second. It's bigger for Andy. I know Andy Reid is already a Hall of Fame coach. I think Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Fame quarterback. Both washed. 
I think Andy Reid, to get that credibility that we give Bill Belichick year after year after year that we give Bill Belichick, a second solo title, three total on Andy's resume, would then let Andy always be that next best. And I get it. That sounds kind of, I don't know, sloppy to say that you're the next best. But compared to what, a guy that won seven, six titles? Six titles in 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 nine years? That's insane. Lost two to the Giants, lost one to Philadelphia. Andy Reid winning a second Super Bowl on his own head coaching standards would then, in my opinion, be a top three great coach of all time. He's top five right now. Some people could say, well doesn't really matter two spots kind of in this in this sort of resume because you can put it however you want Shula Walsh Belichick Reed Noel put all those guys in the top five and with Andy Reed winning this this would help quiet conversations for the future and again I know they don't care about it it's just content to be said I think if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes win this title, you can then go back and start using the narrative when the Chiefs play teams, they'll say, well, who's the head coach and who's the quarterback? They'll stop trying to make funny stats to why this team might beat this team. So I personally think it's bigger for Andy. I think it also helps with the opponent. Now, if this was... Chiefs Bucks round two, bigger for Mahomes. I think he would take the slice because then you would finally get a chance to beat Brady. You'll never get it. It won't happen. But at least now Patrick Mahomes can win a title the day that Brady or the same year that Brady calls it quits. Because that to me was one of the better, like one of the better memes was Brady walking out and Mahomes walking towards and it had a sign that said Phoenix such and such miles away, and you can see the Super Bowl dome. I thought that was cool. Mahomes will get to the level that I think Andy Reid of importance of winning this when he's playing for his fourth title. Because then you can put everything to bed. Then he's the second greatest quarterback of all time. He would then surpass Montana. He would surpass Terry Bradshaw if you have him in your list. Surpass Peyton. But a second one puts Mahomes in the top five. Three, four rings, then we have this conversation in a couple of years. And maybe I'm doing it live from the Super Bowl. I don't know. That's enough shots at my boss. I don't think we could go full Steve Austin, Vince McMahon. I'd be okay to. I don't know if, if he wants that. The correct spread is beer and bourbon. I'll be too nervous to eat during the Super Bowl, 816. Curveball spread, breakfast. Is that the wrong time to do breakfast? I don't hate it, actually. It's kind of interesting. A little waffle bar or something? Do like a syrup fountain. Have like French toast sticks, waffle sticks, pancake sticks. Just get really nasty and sticky. Some fruit out there. Mm. I like that. <laughs> Bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah. Just have like cocoa a, puffs. How about a cereal bar? You know those ones you see like in Vegas that have like the different tubes? You just push a button and a certain cereal comes out. 913-586-7610. What is on your Super Bowl spread? 
We are officially in the countdown. We're less than seven days away. You might think it's seven. It's six and some hours. Coming up on the other side, this defense, Chris Jones. What if is the question I have for you. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Great idea for a uh, Super Bowl spread. Cater Chipotle. Fantastic, right? Can't cater Chick-fil-A. I mean, you could, but it would be like a day old. Do you think you could have enough money in the world? Like, do you think if, like, the Hunt family wanted to have Chick-fil-A catered to their booth that they could call, like, the owner and be like, come on, man. I'll give you, like, five grand to do it. You think Chick-fil-A would still be like, hey, man, we're not open on Sundays. I'm sure Chick-fil-A has done some catering on Sundays. I don't. You don't think they've done a single one? No, dude. They're straight by the book. It was pretty interesting when they did the Chick-fil-A in the new uh, Atlanta stadium. Yeah, the Mercedes Dome. And it's closed on Sundays where all the Falcons Not are going to be. Yeah, dude. No chance. 70,000 people, probably 10,000 people coming to spend money on Chick-fil-A. We're not open. Okay. I kind of respect it. I mean, they've got some things that maybe I disagree with that I don't really need to bring up on sports radio. Make a hell of a chicken sandwich, though. Yeah. I mean, morals out the window whenever I'm putting that big daddy in my mouth. Spicy all the way, too. Large waffle fries, sometimes side of nugs. I like to go one spicy, one not spicy. Oh, no fries? Just yeah, two Sammies? Sometimes. I like that. How many do you think you could throw down, realistically? Four? In like one sitting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could maybe push myself to do a full five, mm. but then I'm toast for 36 least, hours. Yeah, as I say, two days, maybe three. Someone says going to smash some Philly cheesesteaks and Philly sushi rolls while watching the Chiefs smash some Philadelphia birds. I've thought about, like, if you could if you could have a hog like that to do sushi on a, on a Super Bowl party. That's big time, man. That's real expensive. Because, like, the other thing that I don't like is this guy. Hey, I'm having a Super Bowl party. Feel free to Venmo me or my wife money to help contribute to the food. I'm not coming to your Super Bowl party because you're asking me for money. It's Is it different to ask for money or is it different to ask for someone to bring your own side? Because you obviously bring your own booze. Like, I don't expect anyone to, like, support, you know, like, if it's soda and you got, like, a cooler full of, of, of pop, I don't even know if it's soda or pop these days, but, like, or cola. I don't think anybody's calling it that unless you're, like, 86. Um, I don't expect anybody to buy my drinks. But, like, if you're, like, my buddy who's hosting, I know for a fact he won't ask for anything. But I'm still going to bring something. Like, I'm probably going to bring, like, 40 wings that I'm going to cook because that's just me because I also get off to people being like man who made these wings the guy sitting on the left side of the couch right next to the TV with nobody on his left side or his right Neil from Lone Jack said he's doing Philly cheesesteaks today I did those Tuesday night on the Blackstone good lord have mercy did you see a pic of it I saw yeah yeah ain't doing (laughs) <laughs> unreal man unreal um but again this defense speaking of smash do we believe this defense is legit 
I think we can. I think we can have a serious conversation that this Chiefs defense is now in the field of trust or the circle of trust if you want to go full Jack Burns. I think we can put it there. I think the biggest question we had going into this season was when they play the big games, will the young kids show up? Uh, one catch for four yards on eight targets to Jamar Chase while Trent McDuffie on him is enough for me to think, okay, I think Jamar Chase is the top five receiver in the NFL. Getting pressure to Joe Burrow and getting pressure to quarterbacks in the bigger games, in the big moments, can it happen? Four sacks in the first quarter for the Chiefs against Cincinnati game was over. It wasn't, but that conversation was over. Chris Jones gets over the hump and has probably one of the best defensive games in playoff history for the Kansas City Chiefs. And now you're playing a team who has a very explosive offense. Philadelphia with A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, their, their spearheaded backfield with, with Miles Sanders and all of that, and then capped off by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they played San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. The minute Brock Purdy went down, that game was over. Defensively and offensively, that game was over. And that's just because, if you ask me, that's because when you look at the way that that was all built up all season long, like San Francisco getting as far as they got with what they had at quarterback was insane. And again, I don't think Brock Purdy's terrible, but he was Mr. Relevant for a reason. And no, I don't think he'll be the quarterback of their future. That might be a bold take. And I think that when you look at Philadelphia's offense, it is going to have to worry about this Chiefs defense because there's not a lot of injury on the Chiefs defense. Now, Legereus need the concussion. I get it. You're a little concerned. But Frank Clark showing that he's here. Chris Jones showing the fact that he knows what he's doing. And that he's got that confidence now and that that demeanor of maybe now I do fully believe that I'm the best defensive tackle in football. And if you don't think that that can be impactful in the Super Bowl, look at last year for no further evidence. Aaron Donald called game. You remember, sacked Joe Burrow and then pointed everybody where the ring's going to go and said, get me my ring. Could have easily been the MVP of that game. It was Cooper Cup. I think he had like 10 for 146 in that game. And when you look at what this defense presents and what this defense might be for the future, they're all rookies. Or they're second, third-year players. Bolton, second year. McDuffie, rookie. Chanel, rookie. Gay, third year. Karloftis, rookie. And they're getting all of this big-time pressure games. Like, you're a rookie. You go to a Super Bowl in your first year. What else is there? What else? What other pressure is there, right? And biggest stage, there will be nerves, but more effectively offensively than there might be defensively. 
Like, this is Jalen Hurts' first Super Bowl. This is A.J. Brown's first Super Bowl. Devonta Smith's first Super Bowl. Yes, those guys have played in Little League Super Bowls. They have not played in one of these. This is not some of the guys on the defense for the Chiefs' first Super Bowl. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, most importantly. And those guys know what to do in this type of game, which lets me believe with the talent that they are showing and the belief that you have in them, you've kind of got to think you have enough trust in this defense to sit back and say, yeah, they might have these guys, but the teams they played to get here had those guys too. Who's receiving cores better, Cincinnati's or Philadelphia's? You taking Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, you taking Higgins, Jamar Chase? I'm probably leaning towards Cincinnati. Personal opinion. Whose quarterback you taking? Is it a question? Is it? Is it close? Burrow or Jalen Hurts? I'm probably going Hurts. Just kidding. I'm definitely going Joe Burrow. And the AFC was a gauntlet all season. And yet, here's this defense. Which, going into the playoffs, had given up an average of 17 points per game. Jags, last-minute field goal, whatever. Cincinnati, 20 points. Eight total sacks, I think, was something egregious like that. Jamar Chase, six for 75. I think it's the defense that can finally be trusted. Maybe a little bit more than the offense. There's a lot of injuries on the offensive side that leave a lot of things open for question. But when you look at this defense, there is a trust factor that you cannot take away that maybe they've never had in previous years. So it is interesting to think about that for once in a Chiefs team in recent years. The best quarterback in the game has one of the, one of the better defenses in the game as well, and that is a scary combination. On the other side, we continue Super Bowl roundup talk. We're officially on the countdown, but what I want to talk about next is a little bit of Brett Brett Veach and a little bit of Patrick Mahomes. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Completely forgot. This is my fault. Big game tonight. Pro Bowl. Or is it today? I did football today. I yeah. saw people posting the rules about it. Oh, man, I can't wait. Biggest flag football game of all time, maybe? That's like being the coolest kid that can't read. Three games, flag. Sunday at 145 is when it starts. The Pro Bowl should just be now called Tyreek Hill Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the only thing he's going to the rest of his career. It needed to be said. That podcast really fizzled out, didn't it? Is that his strategy is just to... Is to just do like four episodes a year? It just had to be said. Yeah. Just had to be said that they lost immediately in the playoffs. And it was terrible loss by their head coach. He was vaping, which is cool. Um, but not being able to call like timeouts, not being able to get the play in on time. And they were down to their what? Second, third string quarterback? 
a rookie in Skylar Thompson. Emo, baby. Yeah. Stand up. And it, it, it didn't go well uh, for one Mike McDaniels and, uh, and, and, and company. As now we are on the uh, Super Bowl of the Buccaneers versus the Raiders, the John Gruden Super Bowl. That Bucks defense was so stacked. Dexter Jackson, Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, John Lynch, Rondé Barber. Good grief. No wonder Gannon just absolutely went down his leg in that game. But that's how these games can be, right? Like sometimes the Super Bowl, you think, oh, this is a good matchup. Like that team was really good in the AFC. This other team was really good in the NFC. That was kind of back when the when the NFC was supreme, right? Like Favre's out in Green Bay. The Bucks have that defense that Tony Dungy built. NFC is kind of trash now. Now it's completely flipped. Now yeah. it's just like the AFC is just dominant. And it's going to continue to stay dominant because they're picking high in the draft and there's going to be more quarterback competition around the league. Texans are going to get Bryce Young. Yeah. Quarterback's and- only going to get better. And then uh, the Colts are probably going to get that kid from Kentucky if he's anything. But again, young quarterback talent always going towards the AFC. At least that seems to be the trend. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, that's unfair. My question is, why would he go to the Jets? Like, does he want... I think he's going to go... I think think the reason he would... It's because I truly do believe Aaron Rodgers wants to be Joe Rogan. I, I think he wants that platform where he can just kind of like say what he wants, have the following, and do whatever he wants. Isn't it because he kind of he's got to be traded? Mm-hmm. He can't just be signed somewhere, right? The Jets would be one of the few places that would do it. Yeah. Somebody says Gruden coach Gannon knew his weaknesses with the Bucks. Yeah, I mean I know the story that Gruden was the. Uh, like the what was he like the 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 spy QB that week? They also had like seven Hall of Famers in like the key positions on defense, right? Derek Brooks, Hall of Famer, Warren Sapp, John Lynch, Rondé Barber, Simeon Rice could have been. He just didn't play long enough. For the guy that's going to Glendale, Missouri, if you're still in your car, we have a text in. A one six says for the dude in Glendale, go to Jilly's. Best breakfast slash brunch buffet ever. We're here for you, man. I work for the listeners. I do things for the listeners. And I help out listeners. Not only have I gotten an Instacart guy laid, I assume, I don't know, he's on date four. But it all goes around. We had El Camino dropping off beers. Blair dropped off a 12-pack two weeks ago. We got Instacart guy hitting up on dates. Now you're going to Jilly's all-you-can-eat buffet breakfast and brunch. Gang, gang, baby, let's get this. The Pro Bowl, a total joke. Trust me, Neil, I know. I know. I was sarcastic. I don't, I don't really watch it. Josh Jacobs is stoked about it, though. I mean, that's kind of fitting. That, like, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs are going to be, like, the end of the season, like, badasses. And yet, they're not going to play for their team next year. Derek Carr handles it well. I, I, Derek Carr has come full circle, for me at least. Like he went like from being the lead singer in My Chemical Romance to like 
kind of becoming a bromance. Like his line that he said at the end of that skills competition was perfect. If I'd have played like that, probably I wouldn't be moving on out of that Las Vegas or whatever he said, something like that. Would you love it if somebody went full Sean Taylor in this Pro Bowl? And just <laughs> lit, lit somebody, somebody out? Oh, man. I remember watching that live and just being like, damn, Sean, like, it's supposed to be fun. Also in the Super Bowl with the Bucks versus the Raiders, forgot Jerry Rice was on the Raiders in this Super Bowl. Isn't the Pro Bowl this year like seven on seven, best of three? Yeah. I, maybe. I'm not sure. Who knows? I just know it's some sort of flag football abomination. Yeah, they're just showing on ESPN like the the revamp of what was this week. And watching these golfers just hose drivers off the deck is hilarious to watch. Because they think it's pure strength. And there is a little bit of strength that goes into driving the golf ball, but it's so much more beyond that. You know the Pro Bowls kind of jumped the, the ship when Josh Allen is hurt. Oh, I love but that. He's playing in the, the Pro-Am. Josh Allen is a human being of the real world. Yeah, I know, but nobody wants to play in the Pro Bowl. Nobody Not even wants... the most premier quarterback. Trust me, I was hours away from texting Binkley. Hey, man, I'm not really feeling it on Sunday. You want to do the show? Because I wanted to go golf. But I realized that I had things to do today for the, for the, for the 816 and the 913 and the 785 and the 316, all that stuff. And I couldn't do that to you, Grant, because I know you really have fun with me on Sundays. I Thanks, can, man. I can feel it. The chemistry is, is blooming. I do appreciate you telling me I'm your favorite host, but that's not here nor there. I was supposed to be off air. Okay. I'm still learning these things. Still trying to get to Arizona for the Super Bowl. Pete hasn't left yet, I don't think. Has Pete left yet? Can't get on a flight with him? He's driving. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know. God. Yeah, I think it's, isn't that what the guy said? Yeah, he said Jilly's with a, with a J. That's what somebody says. Go to Jilly's. J-I-L-L-Y-S. Best breakfast slash brunch buffet ever. Somebody said, jump the ship, question mark. Jump the shark. Miss the boat. Whatever, you get it. That's hilarious that that's the only tech. Jump the ship, question mark. It's like when we found out it was champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. Text line's real easy to, to get you in the grammar situation. Bink and I one time talked for like 45 minutes about trying to get a blood out of a turnip. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Blood out of a turnip? Have you ever grown turnips? No. They're gross. They're like white carrots. Blood out of a turnip. I also got in trouble with the text line once because I thought it was the hair of, off the dog. It's the hair of the dog. So I used to always be that guy, be like, I got to take the hair off the dog, crack a beer like a Sunday morning and chug it just to be like a shock jock. And everyone's like, no, dude, dude, no, it's hair of the dog, not hair off the dog. How many weird sayings there are. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. What came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know, but this show's about over. We come back, I'll wrap it up. Patrick Mahomes is doing something that no quarterback his age has ever done. I'll tell you why. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Just under 10 minutes left here on 610 Sports Radio with After Hours on a Sunday, and then I'm off until, I think, Friday. 
Got all the content you need down in Arizona. Out West. I probably would have actually like tried to go to Winslow, Arizona and try to take a picture just to pay homage to the Eagles. That's a band I'd like to see live. Hey, Fonzie jumped the shark. Respect, just saying. Yeah, Henry Winkler, we know. He's a huge Mahomes fan. That's just still weird to me. I, I still don't understand that. I just need to find out if Pete has left for Arizona yet. And if it's too late. All I need to take is like four outfits. Is he doing it in one shot or is he staying someplace? What do you think it is from here to Phoenix? 10 hours? You think it's 10? Let's Google map it. Phoenix. From this area to... It's 18 hours and eight minutes. Oh! Yeah, it's way more than 10. You're going through Kansas. You're going through Denver. You're going through New Mexico. You might hit You might hit Amarillo. I don't know if you go that way. I'd make Pete stop in Denver for that obvious reasons. Awful. 18-hour drive. And then to do it after the Super Bowl, you have mm. to leave Monday just so you can get back for the parade on Wednesday. You going to the parade if there is one? Uh, probably not. Okay. Day job will probably get in the way, but yeah. I always find that awesome that like people are just like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to make it in today. Sorry. Why aren't you going to make it in? Big plans. Also, do you think the, the temperature Wednesday is going to be better than it was last time they were in a parade? Good God, it was cold. 45 degrees and a chance of rain <laughs> next Wednesday. Uh, 50% chance of rain and 45 degrees. I'm not sure if I make that parade. Probably though. Um, but we were talking about Josh Allen pulling that card. I kind of end. I'm, I'm into that, right? Like I'm into Josh Allen saying I'm too sick to go to work, but I'm on the golf course as the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is, is underway. Aaron Rodgers is one hell of a golfer. Love you, Dustman, but don't knock the Fonz. No Fonz knocking here. Now, I don't know if this texture is, is serious here, but it says from the 913, you can ride with us beer vendors to Arizona. We leave Tuesday evening. Can I ride in the back for half of the trip? Nine hours, slug and bruise, not getting buzzed because it's cold back there, and then just come up in the front seat, get warm, and catch it. I think I've got enough saved up to where I could I could dabble a little bit. I think I could I could do that in Arizona. To see the look on Cody Gold and Nick's face if I showed up to Radio Row and they're doing their show. To have that would be something I would I would just absolutely go bonkers for. Like mid-segment Thursday, they're doing their show, they're doing the trash of the day. Dustman comes rolling in, you know, 
six tall boys deep and just sits down. Hey, guys. You guys forget somebody on the way out here? That's how that goes. Super Bowl Sunday, what's your spread? 913-586-7610. I'll tell you what, Patrick Mahomes, man. Right? I find it interesting. I find it must be nice. I find it nice for you young cats out there that since you've been a Chiefs fan, you're just able to, you know, watch this man in motion. And for all of those people that have finally come to and have waited, I think this is the one that you're officially waiting for. The first one was sweet, right? And maybe it's still a blur, beating San Francisco, coming from behind, not being used to being in a Super Bowl. Here's Patrick Mahomes coming from behind, you know, winning the game. And you think to yourself, all right, you know, here we go. Now you get to sit back after you've seen your team win one and lose one. And now you're going to be able to see it kind of come full circle as a Chiefs fan, in my opinion. Patrick Mahomes, to me, is is so welcomed in by so many Chiefs fans that have Waited and waited and waited and waited and waited to be that franchise. You always saw you could. The 90s, Schottenheimer years, running the ball, the great defenses. If they could just win a couple playoff games, there's no telling how many of these championships we might be able to knock back. And now you have a quarterback in his fifth year as a starter at 27 years old is doing something that no Chiefs quarterback has ever done before. Give the city belief that you're now the best. You are the golden standard in the NFL. The Chiefs are, without a doubt. I would say you currently have the best head coach in the NFL. You have the best quarterback in the NFL, the best tight end in football, and you now have a top 10 defense. That being said, you are a standard unlike anybody else. Teams will now try to be this guy. In fact, your standard now is exactly what Travis Kelsey said two years ago. It is a failed season if we do not win the Super Bowl. This is coming from seven, eight years ago. Let's just win a playoff game. Wouldn't it be nice to just win one, let alone win one at home? And now your standard is, all right, we got to pay attention to the NFC because we got to figure out who we're going to play in the Super Bowl this year. You're on that Patriots level, with or without a win. And with a win, yes, you can use the D word, dynasty. That's kind of how I steered my show on Friday night, was that if you can win a Super Bowl this year, you can, in fact, call yourself a dynasty. Under Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, Veach, this team that that is being built before our eyes, is being built for this type of stuff. Philadelphia hadn't paid their quarterback yet. Cincinnati hasn't paid their quarterback yet. Baltimore, not going to pay their quarterback. 
And all these teams are riding that first wave. The Chiefs, they're in wave two. And they're already back in the Super Bowl. Why? Because the standard has been put there. Brett Veach knows what he's doing. He's then molded to the perfect combination of head coach and quarterback. And yet here you are. You are the supreme leader of the NFL. No more talks if a win happens. This is, is again, if a win happens. No more talks of would you rather have Mahomes or Burrow? Are the Chiefs having a setback year? Not sure how they build through this. The only thing that really derails this type of train that the Chiefs are currently conducting is a massive injury, which goes to say for anything. If a massive injury were to happen to anybody during the season, that team's probably not going to be the same. But what Patrick Mahomes is and what Patrick Mahomes does is the reason why the Chiefs will continuously be in the situation that they're in, but it's not just him. It's the head coach and the general manager. There is going to be a day when 87 is no longer catching passes from 15. That is unfortunate, but it is what it is. But also at the end of the day, as long as 15's arm is attached to his shoulder and that head is attached to his neck, there's not a lot of fear to be had if you're a Chiefs fan. So enjoy the week that is Super Bowl week. Enjoy all the content that 610 is going to give you. We're spilling our guts with sports for you this week. Cody and Gold live in Arizona with Nick. They're tweeting about it. They're talking about it. Pete will be there. We'll take all the audio from Radio Row. We'll put it into your speaker, into your car, into your speaker, your house, whatever it is you do. And make sure that it's on a platter for you. Enjoy this week. Soak it in. You're now at the top of the NFL. And if you win, you don't go anywhere for quite some time. For Grant Nicholson, thank you very much. For all the texters that called in, Big T, always thanks to you, man, for your call and content as well. I'm Dusty Likens. Go have a fun Sunday. Enjoy this weather. Go be nice to people. This crazy, mad world deserves it. Stay safe, Kansas City. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.